Today is June 19th. The Yankees took two out of three from the Blue Jays, and I liked a lot of it. Happy Father's Day, most importantly. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Recaps galore, weekly awards. Stat lines, demon hot takes. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks presented to you by Seat Geek. Yanks are coming off a weekend where they lose the last game, but I think there's a lot of good and more good. I think it's the first time BBD said it to me before we started. Like, people aren't even fake mad about this one. Kind of just everyone's like, okay, cool. Proud of you, Blue Jays. Don't care. But they win game one. They win game two. The John Boy Media staff had itself a hell of a weekend, so we might be a little tired, might be a little down. Jake, how are you? James, BBD, everyone with us live on Father's Day, Sunday night. Uh, Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there and everyone uh, that used to be uh, a part of of their dad. Um, So happy Father's Day. Yeah, we uh, we ran the gambit this weekend uh, for those of you that are that are wrapped up in our John boy media world. We've created, we got something really fun coming for you in a little bit. And for those of you that are Yankee fans, guess what? The Yanks take a series in Toronto. It looked like it was a sweeper. Uh, you're up eight to three in the way these boys have been playing ball. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I saw the internet streets were getting hot. Uh, Yankees Jays fans added a little bit and guess what? Yankees fans yet. You have the final trump card. You're up 11 yeah. games in <laughs> in mid June. So uh, I don't I, I don't know why Yankees fans are engaging. Yeah, right. It's kind of it, that's what it feels like. It feels like a, a protest scene, and it's like don't don't swing. There's no reason to swing back. I, I mean, they should have been happy. Do you know how embarrassing it would have been if they got swept? They're like Blue Jays fans acting like they won the World Series. Well. They needed to win pretty fucking bad. And to come yeah. back at the end there, like, I think they were cheering appropriately. Cause, yeah. Cause no, it was about to be a hard weekend to come in. Like they lose the Manoa game, man. Jesus. That was with the lineup. The Yanks put out there. That was probably about as like, kind of like wind out of their sails moment. So, and then they had Kikuchi. So I don't know. I was proud of them, man. Cause if they rolled over and died Maybe. and got swept, that'd been bad. You know, I listen to almost strictly Toronto sports talk radio. So, yeah, I was getting prepared for some pretty, pretty crazy days on on the air. So, you know what? Good. Good for them. I I said this and, you know, I was getting obviously I was doing this for a reason, but I tweeted out a fantastic comeback win for the Jays. They improved to 11 games behind the Yankees. Two facts. And, you know, the Jays fans are coming salty. And it's like, no, I said I said two facts, man. Because uh, I'm, ah, there is some side you. You're going to eat a steak with Trev. You put a little salt on it. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, 
you know, the Yanks are still in a fantastic place. I just happened to see a, a talking Yanks tweaks about a, an Oswald Peraza having a couple nice games at AAA. Um, let's let's talk some Yankees baseball, you know. Any housekeeping um, before we get into the burns? So this is kind of what I was just catching up on. Uh, you know, there are questions why IKF didn't pinch run um, in the ninth inning. Apparently there's some hamstring soreness. IKF just put on his Instagram, like, I'll be back at it tomorrow. So that doesn't seem like, like a thing. Um, Sevy pitches the, you know, the final game of the series. He had missed his start last series with the, the faux COVID situation. O- outside of that, I we I have don't learned think... that, he, that he was very, very sick and there's no, yeah. nothing faux about that. And, he could not pitch that game, but he was then got there. So as much as I love that storyline, I feel like since we we have learned it to not be true, we should share that it was not gamesmanship. Leaned into a joke a little bit. Sevy was under the weather. So glad. Uh, glad he's feeling better. Wonder if it was a seven days rest then for him. Um, Let's see if he skipped. One, two, three, three days. And it's normally four days rest. That's seven math pod, right? For sure. Dude, I had to sync my iCloud to my laptop so I could get my notes. Right. Because I like, I use the notes app a lot. I like when it's on my phone and then on my laptops. I hate getting my text messages on my computer so bad. Hmm. And I need this to stop. So it keeps beeping. Shut up. Oh, a little beep action. Love that. Yeah. I, uh, and you know what? For the for the people that are that are with us live now, got a, you know, kind of old school TY feel on my end. Uh, you know, I know last step was from home, too, but we had a lot going on. This one, uh, you know, it's Sunday night. I got the Sunday night baseball game. I'm here. Noodle and Jess are floating around. Uh, my, my cords and setup situation is hilarious. You guys know if if I need to raise a laptop or microphone, I usually find the most unique object I can do that with. I have a set of candles here, uh, that are, should not be doing the job. So yeah, a little throwback, a couple transplanted Yankee fans talking about the Yanks, uh, in the New York city Metro area. And we can see the game on your window behind you. So that's cool. Visual for us. Yeah, uh, someone just hit a home run. Yeah, Astros home run. Saw that in the background. That's that's exciting. Mauricio Dubon. The team will be playing in the ALCS, so that's fun. Ooh, badass. All right, let's get into game one, which was a fun one. We'll burn it. That's how the show works. Mm. Jake will burn game one. I will play the music. I can't hear the music. Only you guys can. So, BBD, give me some ups and downs if it's too loud or too quiet. On your mark, get set, and burn. We're shipping up north, eh? The great north Toronto. Why don't you strip down and show me your full Monty? Ross versus Jordan in game one. And how about super prospect Moreno with the RBI single for Toronto to go up one nothing? James, good news for you, my friend. The Yankees would put up the next 10 
Glaber RBI double. Higgy with the RBI ground out. Hit the music, Giancarlo. He goes 350 feet, accidentally hits a home run to the opposite field. DJ's going to center field. <laughs> Put it in my veins. And then my Paisan brothers, Gallo with the RBI double. And Tony meatballs with the grand salami. It is 10-1 Yanks. Monty, six innings, two earned runs. That's a day at the office for him as his ERA is down to 272. The game was over at this point. Yankees go Monty, Banuelos, Castro, Licky. Yankees win 12-3 final. This one felt. This one felt. Hmm. How do I? How do I? Unfair. This game felt okay. like. Did we? Are we playing the video game on easy mode? And you and your friend look at each other and like, hey, I know this is fun, but maybe we go to the next level. Because to to get the wins against the Rays. And then now Blue Jays, the tough test. And then to win 12 to two and, and just score so many runs an eight run fifth inning. It felt like, oh man, this is too easy. Not only was it eight runs in the fifth inning, uh, but I think six of those runs or seven of those runs came in like literally a seven minute time span. Like it, 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 you know, someone posted the screenshots. It was ridiculous. It was like, okay, you know, it was a two, one Yankees lead, you know, all right. They, the Yankees got the lead back and then they just, they just went nut job. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, Jimmy video games, I, you know, I think anyone that's played video games had that moment where you're like, okay, well, I either, if I'm, for me, it was NHL. If I play NHL on like the pro level, I win every game five to one. If I turn it up from there, I lose every game five to one. It's kind of a hellish area for me, but the Yankees are on the pro level. Yes. Yeah. It was a 12 pitch stretch for Trent Thornton in the fifth inning. Uh, four pitches, the Rizzo that ended in a hit by pitch. Three pitches to Stanton that ended in a homer. One pitch to DJ ended in a homer. That's the homer you like. Uh, one pitch to Glaber ended in a double. And three pitches to Gallo ended in a double. And there you go. There you go. Um, you know, I know. Uh, then, our guy. Then, well, then they brought in the next pitcher, Richards. Single intentional walk. Grand slam for Rizzo. Our. Uh, our guy BBD uh, was watching the game with the Jays fan this weekend. And when Thornton came in, I know he was laughing because the guy said, oh, Thornton's coming in. He sucks. And then he proceeded to have as bad of an outing as you can have. Very next pitch was the Stanton homer. And he said, uh, yeah, he's really, really bad. There's no good vibes around that guy. And then I think the next pitch after that, or, and he said he sometimes wears glasses, sometimes doesn't. That was important to him. Uh, then the next pitch was the DJ Homer, and they showed that Trent Thornton was wearing his glasses. And he said, see, there's the glasses again. I really hate this guy. There's your scouting report. I also had someone, uh, you know, tweet at me, like, well, when, when we brought Thornton in, 
we gave up. And I said, well, why'd you do that? Right. Bad strategy. If you're trying to win game one of a series. That's what I don't get. It's a really Seems bad dumb. strategy. Uh, let's see. IKF stolen base. I mean, I don't know. This game was 10 to one in the fifth inning. Yeah. Good call. Good job by Monty. The sinker was really working. I like that. And then let's see. Lineup wise, what do they roll out? Judge center field with um, DJ starting. So that's kind of the first time they did this where it wasn't a scratch. And they this was the first time it was like, oh, they're going to try and get JD some protection to get him going. Like that right. was kind of like the mental switch of like, oh, they're going to try and put JD in front of Rizzo. I think later on in this series, they put JD in front of Stanton. Um, they definitely tried to slide him up so he can have one of the big bats protect him so he can see a couple more fastballs. I think it ends up working. He hits a homer today. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it, funny that the Josh Donaldson experience so far has been kind of weird where he had the opening day walk off and I was. I was collecting W's where I could because of, of our, our fun little yes network hit. And then he was uh, uh, guys were underplaying, underplaying him. That's a, that's a bad phrase uh, that we kept talking about them. Like the, I was never on Donaldson. Then he kind of had the big series. Then he had the whole Tim Anderson thing. Uh, then there was COVID and, and now he's back. And yeah, it's, you know, it's funny looking at the numbers like his, his slugging is after this game was his slugging at the end of this game was under Joey Gallows. So, yeah, I mean, you know, as we start talking October and how this Yankees team is built, Donaldson has to has to hit the go button a little bit. Agreed. Want to move on to game two? Yeah, I mean, uh, just close enough. Uh, Gallo two hit, three RBI day. Glaber two hits. DJ three hits. The uh, the boys did it. The boys did it. The boys did it. So the the Zoom cancel out because we have it, it, like it cancels out my audio of Jake's talking, so the music doesn't matter. Is that what happened? At the end, it came in, so I'm willing to try it again. At the end, it, at the end, it came in hot. I think it maybe when you stop talking a little, I think there's a, uh, I don't know. If you, if you get setting, like a little pause or something. That, like a setting called like ducking. We don't want it to duck the audio. Don't duck me audio. All right, we'll try. Here we go. Can you, can you hear this? Oh, yeah. Burn, Jakey Burn. Get dressed up and put your tie on with Tyone as big. Jamo takes the bump as they take on Yankee killer Alec Manoa. We are shut out through three in the fourth. This Hicks, this Hicks, unstoppable. A huge bases clearing, bases loaded, RBI double. It is three nothing Yanks. They break Manoa's back. Must have stepped on the crack. Cool joke, Jake. In the sixth, IKF RBI. He scores Glaber Torres to make it four nothing Yankees. Meanwhile, JMO was nails 5.2, zero earned runs, eight Ks, pumping heaters. 
And then the Yankees put their death punch in. My King, my King, and then Clay Holmes, another shutdown performance by the robot horse. Yankees win. They take game two, four nothing final. I like this game actually more than the first one. Maybe that's a mm-hmm. lie, but for different reasons. It's kind of what the fun thing about this Yankees team is they can win in multiple different ways. And Manoa is really good. And and so, like Shane McClanahan, they got to him. I know it was unearned, but they hit a big homer off him. These are earned runs, and they get a they get a big at bat by Hixie. Big at bat by Hixie of Manoa to give themselves the lead. And then Tyone, this is his fourth time facing the Blue Jays, and he pitches well again. So yeah, uh, man, and I I was uh, I was watching Tyone because uh, there there was a little bit of this game where Tyone and Trevino were doing a certain level of artwork. Like it, it felt like Tyone was hitting the spots right where he needed to for Trevino to steal the strike. And it, it was beautiful. I looked up his stats with Higgy and Trevino were, are kind of arm in arm and yeah, man, I mean, uh, on the offensive side, uh, this is the most earned runs Manoa's given up this year. The the dude had a one six seven ERA coming in the game. He's, he's a Cy Young candidate. We just talked about that on talking baseball. Uh, so, you know, to get the four, I know three of them come in one swing, Aaron Hicks in a big spot. That's that hasn't been the formula this year. And man, that, that had to feel good for him. You know, we, we, we've openly talked. We know his brother Joe on here. He's a, he's a great dude. Um, you know, when, when Hicks, he's struggling, guess what? You, you might be at home, not enjoying it. (laughs) Aaron Hicks doesn't enjoy that either. So that, that one had to feel real good. Really good. I, I haven't decided if I want to talk about Tyone later or not, because I think it's awesome what happened yeah. and, and kind of the nuance of it. Uh, they go a funky lineup, Jake. They got into they got into Toronto at four five a.m. They said they landed, and then it's the turf, and this team is pretty hot. Uh, so it, I don't think it's a punt day because they won game one. I, I think it's literally just travel, and they were exhausted, and they were like. Let's get some guys reps. So they throw Matt Carpenter out there and then they bat him leadoff. Like when judge hit leadoff the day before. So I I'm interested to see what they're doing with their lineup right now. It seems like they are just using, they're like judge and Rizzo are hot and they're going to hit no matter what. If we can get some guys fastballs in front of them, maybe get some going. I, I don't know, but Carpenter leadoff was a, a little bit of an interesting move. I know it was on base percentage is good, but when you when you see it, it's jarring. And then Gallo bats fifth for the first time in a while. That's pretty high up there. Um, and Marwin starts in right field. So it was a weird lineup. And then they used the pitching in a way that didn't match the lineup, which I thought was awesome. Like, Booney was like, hey, yeah, we gave some guys the night off, but if we got a lead on Manoa, we're winning this game. And he goes straight to Kinger and Holmes to lock it down. Mike King for two innings, Clay Holmes for 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, they they do their thing. Clay Holmes ERA down to 0. 0.28 for those keeping score at home. Uh, and yeah, you know, at first my initial reaction was kind of the, hey, maybe you know, again, Carpenter. He's had a couple big games. Put him up top. Uh, now, now rethinking it, we we know the Yankees' thought process a little. I, I think they might have thought, 
either Carpenter maybe had something on Manoa or it was a good matchup. So put him up top and be a little funky. Or just throw and him I, off. I think the, I don't know. And, and you know, the, the other thing is it's we're in the 20 games, 20 day stretch. So to to get the the Marwins and Carpenters some run where where it makes sense, we're probably gonna see that more in these 20 days than we do during a regular stretch. I agree. And then in pinch it. Uh, for anyone, they didn't defensive replace. They didn't pinch run. That lineup just wrote it out. I mean, it was only it was four runs, but they. I they think people... D- DJ came in at third at, at the end. Correct, he did. Dude, was it game one? It was game one. Then DJ made fantastic plays at third in game one, like three of them, I believe. I th- believe that was Friday night. And then, yeah, because Kay was then saying, like, how they have the the combined best D, defense DRS, defensive run saved at third base in the league between Donaldson and uh, DJ. And Kay also made the point that you can really tell how banged up his shoulder was because they stopped playing him at third because he couldn't make the throw last year. And he just looks really good over there right now, or at least in this series. He looked really good. Yeah, and I, I've been tough on his throw. I, I... Again, I think that's where where Donaldson in my head is is a different level than DJ at third. But no, DJ's good at third, man. He's got a he almost has a signature play that play to his left where he he does the slide pop and throw and like all right, DJ, kind of third base swag. You love that shit. DJ doesn't like me. He just doesn't get you. Yeah, it's just a lot of frills. Yeah. It's a lot of frills. Not enough South in him to like you. Oh, okay. Interesting. Too much, you know, people from Michigan, they're not, they're not, they're not your people. Um, I like people. In, you're hated in Michigan. I love people from Michigan because of the hand trick where they show you where they're from by pointing on their hands. They are kind of, they're thrown off by me. Yeah. They don't get it. Uh, DJ's LSU side likes me. But otherwise, he's it's a little confusing. Little, yeah, I agree. Kinger likes you. Kinger does, man. It's a uh, a two inning performance from him. You know, I uh, I, I always like that. A la, you know, almost Chad Green conversations in previous years. You know, you mix in the two inning here or there to make sure you still got that because when October comes around, you're gonna try that. So, I mean, Tyone King to Holmes, like. Take care, brush your hair, you know? Mm. I just thought of something that I wanted to look up. Uh, I was driving home yesterday. I was listening to the game. I was like, that's something that I think I might want to look up. And then I, forgot I might to look, look it up. that up, and then I'll talk uh, about it after I look it up. Yeah, it's, that's, the, that's, that's the plan. The crux of the conversation. You're getting close to the I had to see my screen the over the laptop, but if I move the laptop, Look at that paper towel over my head to keep the. I forgot about face. the paper. It's so towel. funny. It's just a piece That's of good. paper towel. <laughs> uh, uh, did it, did the music work? Should I play it again for burn number three? It worked for like eighty percent of it. For like ten seconds, it didn't, but then it did again. So I think it's good. Cool. All right. Well, burn number three is brought to you by Mugsy Jeans because they're my favorite Ooh. jeans. They're the only jeans I wear. Our sales team. Just met with the guys at Muggsy Jeans, and they said that when our sales team reached out and like, "Hey, 
Jimmy loves your jeans. It would sponsor them. He wears them all the time. They said to themselves, Bugsy guys, they said, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Everyone says that. Everyone says that. And they pulled up the order history and saw my name and they're buying like a lot of money worth of their jeans. And he was like, oh, shit. This guy does actually wear my jeans. I say, Muggsy, I ain't a liar. Yeah. I wear your jeans. You'll fib, but you don't lie. That's true. I'm a fibber. But I know you'll liar. fib at any moment, but you're no liar. I haven't actually fibbed in three months. See, there's a fib. That was a fib. That was a test. I was testing you. BBD failed. Yeah. You passed. You can get $30 off your first order and free shipping. No, oh, no, sorry. Read the wrong thing. Get the most comfortable men's clothes on the planet at mugsy.com. Use promo code Yanks for 10% off your entire order. Mugsy jeans. They're comfortable. They fit like sweatpants, but they're jeans. Jake now wears them too. Yeah, I wear, and I I've been wearing a lot of the ones they don't they don't even look like jeans. Like I've got the black pair. I wore them to, again, I went to a, a city dinner with Trevor Plouffe, former eight year Major League Baseball player, and I wore a pair of Muggsies, and they're like, "Damn, you're fine." Someone in the chat I, said, "I so fibbed at the end." Yeah, you might have fibbed a little. Someone in the chat said, isn't fib and lie the same? And, like, whoever taught them the definitions fibbed a little. Or they, whoever taught them might just be a liar. Yeah, maybe. All right, there's the bird music. I hope it's working. Game three, Jake, this one was a doozy. Burn, Jake, burn. A savvy Sunday sweep in the six? You say sweep, the Jays say Kikuchi as he tries to stop the Bronx Bombers on Father's Day. Speaking of daddies, Vladito, Vlad Guerrero Jr., you might remember his pops, a little two-run ding-dong to put the Jays up. But how about Glaber bombs with pops? Glaber's dad, he's roped up. They cut the lead in half, two to one. And then, oh, my God, the bringer of rain as a siren fires behind me. Josh Donaldson, talk about pimping a home run three to two Yanks as he does it against his former mates. People forget that big Aaron judge in the fifth. What fortitude to make the lead four to two. And then Glaber Torres again, two run score on the two run RBI double. It's six to two Yanks. We're running away with this run, right? There's a Springer Dinger, Yukon, don't care, go Huskies. Then Higgy, 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 can't you see? He is back at it, 426, and he's going back-to-back, belly-to-belly with Marwin. It's 8-3. to three. These Yankees are the best team ever. Go home. Happy Father's Day. Oh, no. Miguel Castro, my guy, Wandy. They give up a combined five runs. The Jays, they come back after home runs from Gurriel Jr. and Teoscar the Grouch. Rizzo with the pinch hit home run to bring it a one-run game. They can't get the final run in the ninth. They had a chance at it. Jays get kind of a a must-win game for them a little bit. Big comeback for them. Yankees lose, ends their winning streak, but... They still take the series in Toronto two games to to one. Took 10 runs to beat them. 
Sure did. Sevy coming off a of sickness. Probably don't send him back out for that inning. Castro gives up the grand slam. And then Wandy, your guy, didn't have it. Yeah. Yank scored nine. So if they wanted to throw Kinger and Clay again, they could have. I just think that's very important for some Blue Jays fans to know. Like, those guys were available. Yeah. When the game got close. Yeah. Same hey. way they're saying about Trent Thornton. Like, mm. they didn't pitch two days in a row. Good on the Jays. Hey, big, big comeback for them. They needed it. Father's Day. Wandy, you know, maybe I was in his head a little bit. I'll, I'll reach out and see what's going on. And Jim, more importantly to me, dude, is like their losses and we're all trying to figure out what their hit celebration is. We're drawing circles and Michael K's theory is that they it just the lineup's a circle and it's every day or something like that. That is a good theory. Someone was saying it like the PlayStation buttons fam will be the show. Like, like to throw it to second is that button and then triangle by Yeah, because sometimes I, they're cutting and chopping. I don't know. I don't know we'll, video we'll, games. We, uh, but they we, do think their lineup is secular. So there's four worms. I don't know. But um, dude, again, they're back in this game. Jordan Romano's got to throw one point two and he's He's got work in both innings and Rizzo comes back up like the runners on third, where if, Hey, if IKF did pinch run for Stan, would he have stole second? And then Hicks is single scored the game tying run. You can play those sorts of games all day. The thing I care about the most is like, they were uh, again, you look at the Yankees losses. There's not a lot. There's 17. The Toronto Blue Jays have lost 28 games this this year, and I think they're the third best record in the AL or something like that. And of the Yankees' losses, they're all tight. This team battles. They fight. They never think they're out of it. And I know, I you know, Yankee fans shouldn't be hyping them up in a game they blew, but they won a series in Toronto. Uh, I This almost – okay, I was going to say <laughs> – I was going to say I like the loss because it gives us another conversation point. I don't like the loss. I'm not there. Um, but yeah, piss off the boys a little bit. Let's go win another 10 in a row. Let's do it. I'm a fan of the Yankees. All right. Okay, cool. Um, BBD, which of Jake's burns did you think was the best? Uh, I like the first one. Oh, wow. Jake, which the DJ part got the me. I was kind of same boat. Okay. The most offensive game for the Yankees. It's 10 straight runs. I mean, today could have, you know, you know what the ending wasn't going to be so exciting. Uh, and really not a ton of action in game two. So, okay. Yeah. First game, you had the most time to think about it, whether yeah, consciously process. or subconsciously. Yeah. All right. You want to go to awards now? Yeah, man. You do. Yeah. All right. First award that we give out here on Talking Yanks. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees. 
And I get yes. to go first because it's Sunday and I'm a dad and it's Father's Day and Jake, you're Father's not Father's Day. You get the Father's Day nod. We do this every Father's Day show. Every Father's Day, whoever's a dad gets to go first. This is what, our fifth Father's Day show? Yep, but the first time that this mattered. Oh, you're playing. You're going to play that card. Well, usually it's like, okay, dads go first. I say, well, I'm not a dad. And then you say, I'm not a dad. And then no one goes first. Uh, Well, you know, I could play the dog dad card and that would piss people off and rightfully so because it's different, but it's different. But yeah, but everybody knows that Noodle does not think of you as his father. What was that? Noodle doesn't see you as a dad. Like he sees you as an older cousin or like the dude who's hooking up with his mom. Camp counselor. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to ask yeah. Noodle, Noodle learned how to talk and you were like, hey, who's that guy? You're like, I love him. But yeah. I don't know who he is. My Not my dad. That's for sure. Who's your pride of the Yankees? That's the first award I think we do here. Dude, my pride of the Yankees is Glaber Torres. He had seven hits in the series. Uh, he had a 571 on base percentage. He had two hits game one, two hits game two, and three hits game three. So he played all three games, brought the stick with him all three games. He's playing well, man. I mean, hey, I haven't done this check in a while. Actually, I should have done it before I did this. Yeah, because we've been talking about how Glaber's hitting, playing well, playing well, but his overall season numbers didn't reflect it. They're there. Okay, great. Uh, mm, the no, they are, there. man. What's they, it they after are. today? Do you have after today? So after today, he's 267 batting average, a 314 on base, a 524 slugging. So the on base percentage is still circular. That just it feels weird. But I mean, 267 and 524. That's better than Stanton. Uh, on both fronts, batting average and slugging. Like he's, so what's his OPS? Like 830? Uh, yeah, he's in the... Uh, I just had it up. 838, which is 41st in baseball. Jesus. He's top 50 OPS in baseball? Yeah. Okay. So those numbers are good then. That's what that means. Yeah. 130 OPS plus. That means he's 30% better than the average guy. They had to slide him over to shortstop today at the end of the game. I didn't love that. I don't want that to happen a lot. He didn't get highlighted, which I was happy for. I was like, just don't, don't highlight it and then make that the conversation again. Like, let him be hidden. You know, they say you can never really hide someone in baseball. The ball will find you. Didn't want that to happen. Here's what I'll say. If, if there's a situation for that to happen, it's like a ninth inning and you just... You pinch hit Rizzo the day he didn't start, and then Rizzo hits the homer, and you try to you try to survive one inning to to set up your lineup. So if if, if that's the spot, that's the spot. Um, and you know, there's obviously an IKF side sidebar to this where he didn't start his, and apparently he wasn't going to play today because his hamstring was banged up. So, um, but dude, Glaber's mashing. He's he's at he's mashing and he's having fun. It's his night last, and day. His last 33 games, uh, his last 30 games started. He's got a 300 batting average, a 360 on base, and a like 930 OPS. So his last 33 games have been very good. And that's starting to show effect as now we see his numbers get 
go up and up and up. So that's awesome, man. It's really good. This guy is, uh, I was a bit down on him. Uh, everyone was a bit down on him. It's hard not to be after the two seasons, like that long stretch of just no power, no pop. I, I, I wonder if there's something we don't know. If it is, if, if no one knows, if there was an injury, if there was just like a click, if there was um, conditioning, I have no idea. I wonder, I, I wonder if like he and his camp know. Like, well, yeah, that's because those two years, this. But it, the power's back. The f- smile's back. The fun's back. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, and maybe it's not even more complicated than 2020 was 60 games where I think he played in 40 or 50 of them, which in baseball is a small sample. And then there's the whole shortstop thing last year that I, I also probably think there was a little bit of a, conditioning and mental aspect to it because he looks quicker this year he looks just sharper and he's having fun again and that also ties into playing a good brand of baseball but yeah good good for glaber um it's just a nut job series dude seven for 13 he scores six runs um and yeah I, i just got excited we do our our monthly all jm team in baseball like i glaber torres probably has an argument as being one of the best second basemen in the American League. Yeah, good. It's also a happier man. And today, did you see the situation with uh, Garcia who threw, like, struck out Glaber and started talking shit to him? Yeah. And I loved how Glaber handled that. The same thing I'm saying to Yankees fans, like, to the Yankees, like, why would you engage with the Blue Jays in any spiff or spat? Like, there's, there's, there's nothing to gain when punching down. And I, right. And, and I'm, I'm not shit talking there. I'm just legitimately talking. If you're 11 games up on a team, don't engage in any talk. There's there's nothing to gain there. And Glaber just kind of looked at him and was like, okay, bye. Yeah. We, um, you mentioned earlier and we were talking about Donaldson, DJ, how they're, the Yankees have the best overall defense at third by DRS. At second, I was looking at the other positions after he said that they uh, are tied for second in second base DRS and one behind uh, the first place Cardinals. They have eight DRS, Cardinals have nine. Glaber uh, looks good there and, and passing those numbers. DJ's helping. But. Hell yeah. So that's my yeah. pride of the Yankee. That's awesome, man. Good, good stuff by you. Thanks. Appreciate it. No problem, man. Uh, assist from Glaber. Ho, passing. Just got a text from Joe's McFly. Yankees are good, dog. I love them. That's a good text. That's a pretty good text. Uh, so breaking news there. Should I do my pride? Yeah. Uh, My... Pride of the Yankees. There's options, man, which is a good thing. Hey, how about this? Uh, you know, really, a couple people could get this. I'm going to go Jameson Tyone. Uh, you know where I'm at with Manoa. Manoa was in my head a little bit. Just felt like he dunked on the Yankees pretty hard. And his in his young time as a major leaguer, 
Tyone, like you said, Jim, and this so much matters in baseball, his fourth time facing the Jays, who are supposed to be one of the most fearful lineups in baseball. He goes 5.2 shutty with Manoa across from him. Um, you know, the, the way that I think we've landed on phrasing it best is that, you know, for starting pitchers, a win-loss record doesn't matter around the league because you, you can't control it. Win-loss record means something on your team because that means you're winning when that guy's out there. Jameson Tyone is 8-1 uh, on the season. Like, this, this guy may be punching an all-star ticket before a big year. He's got a 270 ERA in 13 games. Uh, and, Jim, I think it's funny, and we agree. I believe we agree on this. If we don't, dude, call my ass out, bro. It's Father's Day. Like, that's what it's about. Watching JMO pitch has become a lot of fun where it almost used to have us in a malaise. Like it was that high fastball and he'd mix in some funk and he'd survive. Now it's kind of artsy, man. Like it, it's fun to watch. Like the, the fastball's got a little more FU to it. The off speed stuff's a little sharper. And uh, he, he was pinpoint like watching him and Trevino work together was, was a lot of fun. So uh, I'll go with my guy, JMO nine figure Tyone. Nine figure Tyone, huh? I like uh, what I like about Jamison Tyone is he's pitched well against the Blue Jays. He's faced him four times now. The first was opening day, and that doesn't count because it was still spring training for the pitchers and they were doing weird shit. He faced him twice back to back, May 3rd and May 11th, and then faced him today. You know, I love this stuff. When he faced him on May 3rd, the pitch he threw the most was the cutter. Then he threw, then his second most was four seam, third was slider. Those were his three pitches. He faces him a week later. He goes four seam, the number one pitch. He drops the cutter down to two, and the slider stays number three. Okay, so now the Blue Jays have faced Tyone twice, and one they saw a heavy cutter. The next they saw heavy four seam fastball. So what's he do this game? He goes heavy slider. Only the second game this season where he's thrown the slider uh, more than any other pitch. And the first time this season he's thrown 33% sliders. His, his high after that was like 23, 24. So he definitely changed his approach because he's facing a team a lot. And that's not easy because sometimes your third pitch isn't a pitch you can just go, this is my first pitch now. I'm going to throw this the most. And the Yankees have a lot of guys that can do this. Cole's done this. Granted, he's recently gone back to just his bread and butter. But Tyone can do this. Sevy can now do this because he's got three pitches he loves. Uh, Nestor's actually a two-pitch pitcher these days, which is a little wild, but that's how he found his uh, groove. And then Monty can do, does this every single time. But I, I love looking at that stuff. When you face a team that many, many times and they're game planning, well, all of a sudden, the pitch he's throwing the third most every time is now the pitch he throws the most. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, and I, I can't believe this is what I'm going to have to use to because one of my Yankee favorites is going to catch a little shrapnel along the way here. Uh, that's not easy at all, Jim, because, you know, some – not all pitches are created equal. My 
my guy Marinaccio today, um, his fastball and changeup is a nice little combo. That's kind of what's gotten his ticket to the show. The top, the slider kind of spins. He just uses it for a different look. Now as a starting pitcher, you know, if Marinaccio went out there, maybe fastball changeup guys figure that out. If you start throwing that spin and slider, you're in trouble. JMO can kind of dig into the kitchen sink and become whoever he needs that night. Maybe like a chameleon ward at some point. No. All right. No, no, not thinking that. Okay. The next thing that we do here. You Yankee motherfucker. Is you Yankee MF. And the good news for us is they didn't sweep. So there's, there's, there's people out here that we can find and say, you know what? I'll give it to this mm. guy. I think he deserves it. Okay. It's should not- I order some Froyo? Dude. Yes, you should order Froyo. I did that the other night. That's what I was thinking. I might order Froyo too. Only thing is Katie's on this big diet. But we burned so many calories this weekend. Running. Calorie fest, right? I wish we wore a something to count our steps. To see how many steps you take. Because it's like fucking, it's a lot of steps. I got one of those. We did a lot of steps. Okay. What's that, BBD? I wear those. We did a we did a lot of steps. How many steps was it during the game? Do you know? Uh, I think like each game was, you know, everyone runs around a little more, a little less. Was roughly eight thousand steps. Damn. Cool, cool beans. Just to throw rocks by the quarry. Um, for anyone that doesn't know any what we're talking about at all, we had a a giant uh floor ball which is floor hockey tournament today in our warehouse it won't come out for a month or so or, or august but it's pretty tiring okay iphone does it but you can't play with the iphone in your pocket so that's why you need like the thing um mf uh, i'm gonna go band-aid mode and go castro not only does he give up runs he also ruins sevy's line which hurts me even more by allowing those two runs to score on the on the grand slam and and changing Severino's line. And I understand that those are his runners, but five innings pitched, three earned runs to five innings pitched, five earned runs is a much different feel when you just see it in the box score. And and I, I'm not, you know, a reliever's job is to get the strand the runners. I know Sevy put them on. I always feel like they should split those in a way, but they don't. I don't like the way they score that, but uh that pains me. And I think that's rude of Castro to do that to Sevy when he was sick. So I'm mad at him. He's my MFer. Yeah, what's um you know, Jim, I uh I follow baseball a little bit. Um familiar with Miguel Castro. A lot of Yankee fans are uh from his from his years in Baltimore and then you know a stay with the Mets too. Uh but you know, the, the scouting report coming in was like, you're some nights you're going to love this guy. And some guy, nights you're going to hate this guy, uh, which is tough because that's, you know, that's kind of the joke we've made about a lot of relievers um, for him. You know, uh, I, I think we're starting to see why now. And if you throw today in the mix, um, you know, he, for a while there, as, especially to start the season, which is a taste that stays in your mouth for a little bit, Froyo. Um, he he had been dominant. Like, uh, you know, going back to May 12th, 
Miguel Castro in 14 appearances at a one, four, six ERA. Like this guy was a lights out steal kind of since then a little up and down, you know, coming into today, uh, you know, he had a seven Oh four ERA in 11 appearances and he, he got hit again today. So I don't, I don't even know if there's something there or if he's in a funk, but I don't know. It's kind of not a conversation right now because the bullpen's thin as is, but uh, let, let's go, Castro. Let's do it. Be better. That? Maybe, maybe one tough call, but gave a grand slam. So, yeah. Not good. Easy. You're up. Next, next, next thing we do is what you do. Tear someone down. Take one of these players and give them a piece of your mind. Get after them. Let's get this out of the way. Challenge them to a fight. Break a bottle. And shove it in their face. Tell there's really, truly, there's really, truly only one other guy to give it to. Uh, and he's a guy that wants to do all the things you just mentioned to me. It's Wandy Peralta. Um, <laughs> you know, Wandy gets gets hit a little bit today. One inning, three earned, uh, giving up the home run. I uh, I don't know. The Yanks are really good. Wandy, I think I'm going to add another caveat. Um, he doesn't he doesn't like pitching in games that are blowouts. He also doesn't like pitching on holidays. He doesn't understand why they play baseball on holidays. Uh, it's just like, what are we doing? Like we're day games. It's father's also. It's, fa- it's Father's Day. Day yeah. games, double headers. Um, so you know that's he's out there today, and the only thing he's thinking about is like, why do why do baseball players play baseball on Father's Day? Like it feels like a day we should just appreciate the father. So, um, holidays, blowouts, double headers, um. That's not Wandy's deal. So it's a tough MFR, but you know, it is what it is. That is tough. He should beat you up. We need to, we need to, we need to plan another uh, stadium press day so we can, he fight should those kick guys. your ass. What was that? Wandy Peralta should beat you up. He's younger than you. We all agree he can. I think you got a chance if you start tickling. I have Wandy as so ticklish. Actually, I yeah, think like, he's so ticklish that he starts swinging first tickle. Wandy would be freaked out by my tactics. Yeah, but then again, you'd be freaked out by his. Exactly. It's one of those. You guys would end up ballroom dancing. Middle of the you, field. you see an animal in the wild, and it's one of those. It's more scared of you than you are of him. It kind of be that on both sides. Uh, but we'll see. He doesn't fear you. No, no. We there'd be a lot of showmanship. Like it, it'd be ten minutes in, and you know we'd be like, we'd have unbuttoned our shirts and like rolled up our sleeves. Hmm. I like that a lot. I know you do. Know what else I like, Jim? What do you like, Jake? What is it? Before we get into regular old awards, I like coffee. Okay. Um, I know it's a little bit of a hot take. By me. Uh, but Jim, we're with Trade Coffee now. And they 
are lining up the perfect coffee for you. There's not a perfect coffee out there. It's not one coffee you put in front of me, Jim, BBD. We all drink and we're like, this is delicioso. Uh, no, we like different types of coffee. Uh, mine have you could kind of guess Jim. Jim goes coffee black. I go. There's a lot of funk in there. BBD puts a Twizzler in his coffee um, and trade coffee. They help you out with that because they have you take your personal coffee taste test and they line you up with the coffee for you. They have 450 kinds of coffee in stock. They've taken out of their read, but remember when they used to poop on supermarket coffee and they were like 80% of it is bad. Miss that. I, I wonder if they didn't take it out of the read. Yeah. I wonder if they did it. And if they did, I'm sorry about it, but that I loved it because they are sending you freshly roasted. If you want whole beans, grounds, however you brew it at home, they guarantee you'll love your first order or they will replace it for free. They've delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee. How about it? And for new subscribers, you get a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash yanks. That's 40 cups of free coffee. Drinktrade.com slash yanks. Take the quiz and you will get $30 off trade coffee. Trade coffee. Yum. Yum. Okay. Uh, Regular war. Uh, my award that I'm giving out first and that I get to do is my award that I'm giving out first that I get to do is the bugaboo award. You're bugging me. You're bugging you. You're my bugaboo. A bugaboo. Just ordered the Froyo. Um, what you get? What you get? What you get? Uh, I think I got peanut butter froyo uh, with those mini PB cups and M and M's. Nice. What flavor froyo? Uh, peanut butter. It's good flavor, man. It's good flavor. You love peanut butter, uh, Jim. Your Bugaboo Award is going. Uh, it's it's. Monty wrong, wrong. Uh, Jake surreal. You're wrong. Okay. Oh, thanks for attempting to answer Jake, but you're wrong. Every second grade teacher you ever had. I was pretty sharp through the early years. Okay. Huge. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Once you had you got, to start like really studying and then you got absorbing bar. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I was dialed like through elementary school. Hey, uh, it's Hicks, dummy. But it was, but then I chickened out at the last second. Hicks comes up with the runners in scoring position and the tying or go ahead run on base. He was one for 20 this season with two walks. Hmm. And that one was a homer way back on April 12th. The second game of the season. 
So before that, or after that, he's 0 for a 0 for 17. 17 plate appearances in a row, or 17 at bats in a row, 19 plate appearances. Coming up with the runner in scoring position. And that runner is a tying or go-ahead run. Oh, for his last 17 at-bats in that situation. When does he get it done? Against the Cy Young favorite, Alex Alec Manoa. So, I mean, talk about just beating the bugaboo. It's scary. That's a situation that everybody knows right now. And then to top it off, game three, it can end on his swing. But he puts the ball in play, keeps the line moving, two-strike pitch. So, you know, I don't know his numbers lately. I don't know his numbers for the series, although I think they're good. We've seen him throw a couple guys or make a couple of nice throws in the outfield. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere, so... I'm happy to see him good. He's actually having a good month of June. 311, 311 batting average. 311. Who says that? Yeah. Um, 311 batting average. 404 on base the month of June. And an 804 OPS. That doesn't count today's game. So it probably goes up a little bit with the hit. But that's good, man. I just wish he didn't have the worst April ever. May. May. Yeah, May. May. May I redo that sentence? I wish he didn't have the worst May ever. Because his April and June numbers, like if you butter knife those together, they're really good. But there's still the problem was runners in scoring position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a wait and see with Hixie baby. Like you said, I mean, that that may was tough and you didn't have to go far between the, the wrist sheath injury and stuff. But uh, yeah, hey, every every other month, if he's pulling that game, uh, that throw the other day felt significant. And yeah, you just you wonder you wonder what Brian Cash got is truly thinking about the outfield situation. And, you know, you, you said Hicks would be tougher to move or get off of the longer contract. Jojo has been playing a, a better brand of baseball. Do, are they just going to wait on both those guys and see if one of them actually wins it? They're pinching Gallo for Trevino. So, well, Trevino for Gallo. Trevino's a stud. Yeah. that That's not who Gallo's supposed to be. That's what you do. Right. That's what you do with Marwin. And he hasn't been that. So that's why you do that. They've been treating Gallo like Tilo. Because he had been bad. Been bad. I know, but that's an expendable person when you treat them like that. They're treating him uh, like an expendable person. They're twice now they pinch hit him late in games. Right. Against lefties, they, you know, we know the Yankees believe in their formulas. Yeah, but I mean, still. That's a guy that if they need to put him on the bench or do or trade him, like they've admitted he's not. 
starter or whatever. I mean, couldn't you say that about Hicks? Yeah, I think Hicks is. I think Hicks, they have lined up as a fourth outfielder. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Trevino, pinch in for Gallo. Not supposed to be catch one of the best hitters, one of the Yankees' best hitters for a little bit. It's not, I'm not knocking Trevino. I understand. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. But Hicks, those hits were big. They were like, they were very important, I think. I mean, dude, if if Manoa gets him there, I mean, that's another that's a yet another clean inning for Manoa where he would be shutting the Yankees out through four. And you're like, OK, you know, you start doing the cycle again. That was that was massive, massive. What is your first award, Jimmy? I'm giving a the in and out award. In and out award. In and out, brah. In and out. Okay. So in and out. You're going to give this to Higgy and Marwin. Go on. That's my guess. You're giving it to Higgy and Marwin. Jim, you get partial credit. It's going to Higgy. Um, no double, Marwin. Double. You're so close, Jim. It's uh, it's been a long weekend. You would, I think, a normal week you would have got there, Jim. In in and out, you know, you got double, double, the four by four, the six by six, you know, Cali stuff. You take the five, hit up the four oh five, head to in and out, get whatever you want. Jim Higgy is four for four in his last four games. He's got four homers in his last four games after going homerless up until that point. Uh, he had the two homer game, uh, and then he had the home run today and he had a home run in Tampa. So his, uh, his last four games starting Kyle Higashioka has four home runs. He found the home run stroke happy for him, uh, as he, uh, you know, got off to again, as basically as bad as a start as a hitter can get. And now he's. You know, he's almost doubled his OPS in the last four games. God bless you. They got him hot, man. They shouldn't have gotten him so damn hot. Has there been any Rortvet updates? He's out till after the All-Star break is the last is the last update we got. So just not gonna happen. Don't want to speak out of turn. I haven't double checked. I believe he had like a like a knee procedure done, so he's he's out a little bit. Yeah, he's scared. I'd get my knee work done too if I saw what Trevino was doing. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Wordfed. Sorry to the Rorfets. Was keeping up with the team she loves by listening to this podcast and then heard that. Get Don't better, think Ben. He got surgery because of Trevino. Get better, Ben. Get better. Got better. We got better. Sea Biscuit, good movie. 
Um, man, I really, there's a lot of people I want to talk about, a lot of awards I want to give out. Like a lot, man. You know, the Yankees are good and I want to talk about them, basically. Um, but maybe I like talking about the things that don't get talked about that much. Right. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. But I want to okay. do it, Jake. Okay. Hooked. Award. Why are you giving Rizzo the hooked award? I'm not. I'm giving it to Marwin. Caught me oh. a Marwin. You hooked okay. him. Okay. His numbers are bad. But it seems like he does something every game he starts. What? It hits the homer. And I'm trying to figure it out. Like, if his splits, if I look at, you know, games started versus games come in, if it's different. Because it seems like. Where is that split? What are that? What is that split called? Starter, sub starter, or substitute? Um, nah, it's not. It's not. It's marginally better as a starter. Started twenty-one games, has fifteen hits. Is that his first homer of the season? Uh, it, I know is the first home run from our shortstop position. That was the the first time a Yankee shortstop had homered this year. Don't, don't do that. What? That's don't, a stat. That's don't do that. Uh, it was all right. Katie Sharp tweeted it out. Queen of stats. Don't do that. Um, he must space out his hits well. I think he's a well-timed guy. He's a well like because it's, it's Marlon just, Gonzalez is well timing. Like defensively, that's kind of what it is. Defense yeah. playing defense is timing. Like I think he shows up to stuff like at the perfect time. Like the pregame's running out of drinks, and there walks Marwin in with with a couple brewskis. Like I think his timing is just impeccable. Like when there's a good follow up joke to be had, like he just he pokes it in at the right moment. I think Marwin's timing is perfect. I like that. I like that a lot, Jake. So all of his hits have come in games where he starts besides one. So he's got 16 hits on the year. Now 17. How many hits did he have today? Just one, the homer. Uh, let's see. Today he had uh, two hits, two hits. He had uh, the homer and I think he had a single. And he um, had a hit on game two when he also started two hits today. So that means that he has 18 hits on the year and 17 of them are in games. He starts. So if he's, you know, just coming off the bench for that one at bat, did I wonder? So he has a, okay. Okay. Jake. Now I'm interested. What about in games where he gets three at bats? Okay. Does that, do pl like three plate appearances or like, is there a walks caveat there? Uh, no plate appearances. Okay. So he's got 19 games where he's had three plate appearances. 
In those 19 games, he has 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 hits. Okay. Okay. Fuck, I need a pen. BBD, write that down. 17 hits. And then it's... Jake, do your award, and I'll get. I'll come back to this. So you're gonna crunch a little math, dude. I'm doing such good butter knife where I think okay. if I can make the point that when Marwin gets a a three, like you know, he gets guys are much better in their third at bat of the game. Usually, that's how it goes. Right. They get to dig their feet and get a little comfy. If I can find out if his stats are actually better. And it's just his numbers when he's getting a, you know, just one at bat or two at bats that are dragging him down. I'm going to try and make that point. I just need a bit more time. Okay. Please allow it. As long did you, have you seen what I just sent you in talking to Yanks chat? I'm uh, looking at now. S- message from Uber Eats. Uh, 16 handles is preparing your order. Good stuff is in the works. Uh, one second later, Uber Eats sent Jake a message that said the restaurant is sold out of the items you ordered. Respond within 10 minutes or they may cancel your order. So that's like a hostage situation for your Froyo. Uh, and then, uh, you didn't respond in 10 minutes because 10 minutes later, they said 16 handles had to cancel your order. You are not charged. Uh, and then they said, sorry, Jake, but 16 handles couldn't finish your order. So you're not getting Froyo, it looks like. <laughs> it's just as, it's as devastating as it gets. Why didn't you respond in the allotted? I didn't see it. I didn't have my phone. I was listening. I was listening and talking Yanks. Uh, and then, yeah, I see the notification pop up. It's canceled. Great. Perfect. Good job, Marwin. He's playing shortstop. That's kind of cool. He plays everywhere. He plays um, everywhere. Uh, my final award um, is the Hidden, Hidden Powers Award. The Hidden Powers Award. Hidden Powers. Okay, the Hidden Powers Award. I think that one goes to Rizzo. It is not. It is not. Rizzo really deserves the award. We'll have a special friend of the pod segment after this for Rizzo himself because he deserves it. Uh, And Trevino, probably. And all the dads on the team. Uh, Jimmy... When Stanton connects and hits a home run, uh, it's unreal. We've talked about the exit velo stuff. Literally, the the guy who's hit a baseball hardest ever in baseball history is Jim Carlos Stanton. When he hits those 470-foot homers, it's badass. It's incredible. It's worth the watch. The real superpower of Jim Carlos Stanton, because a lot of guys, not a lot of guys, but some, a lot of dudes can hit big boy home runs when you connect they go we saw Rizzo hit a couple of them Stanton miss hits a ball like off of other guys bats 
I genuinely don't know. The ball bloops in the right. And he hits a home run off of a ball he like accidentally makes contact with. And I I think, you know, you see you see his power show up in the big boy home runs, but in those bloopers that get out, I mean, that's ridiculous. That that's something other guys cannot do. Uh, me and Joe's talked about that. The home run on the, I believe is the Friday night game for, for a while. And just how, how much sense that doesn't make. Um, it's his only hit this series. He's, he's due for a heater, right? That probably yeah. next series, probably next series. Yeah. Okay. So that's good too. That's good news. Are you still doing math over there? Don't, don't mind me, dog. I'm minding you. Did I just bring up slugging calculator website? Yes. I love those websites. Yeah. All the math, cal- the baseball yeah. math calculators. The ERA calculator is one of my most visited websites. I know. I, I love that one, dude. But the OPS calculator doesn't work. Can't use that site. It doesn't work. It's always different than if you just plus the on base and the slugging together, which right. like. Why isn't it just typing? I guess they want to like find it on their own. I don't know. I don't know. So um, Stan special. He is due for a heater because his numbers on the season, like you were saying, some of these guys are better than him. They're they're coming down a little bit, right? Glaber, uh, 524 slugging for Glaber, which again is very complimentary and very good. But yeah, Stan's, uh, Stan's like dipped. Dipped before below Glaber on the season that well his OPS is still 845. It's a great conversation, I guess. It like it's still <laughs> I guess we hold stand to different standards because the numbers are still good, but he also is due for a heater. So that's the good news. Do you think it comes against the Rays? Yes. Who are we facing against the Rays? I think we see McClanny again. Let me see. Do we? That's good. There. Give me all the. Give me all. Yeah. Like, are we seeing Verlander when he comes? Give me him. I see McClanahan and Boz game three, according to MLB.com. Game two, no listed starter yet for either team. But it looks like Cole and McClanahan Monday night. Either I fan graphs who sometimes they guess and check more than other sites and not in the most accurate way. It's been wrong before they have Cole Cortez Monty and they have McClanahan Fleming Boz for Tampa. Okay. Jake, can you find me what you're, you've been all over this. What's what's the league average OPS. That's something I'm not great at finding. Can I just, can I find it? Can I find it in very Jake fashion? Yes, find it in very Jake fashion. Okay, because I'm not going to use an actual informative website. All right, great, good news. But James, and this will this kind of right. brings us this brings us back full circle to me surviving uh, schools growing up. Josh Donaldson's OPS is 708. His OPS plus is 105. So the league average OPS is probably still right below seven. We'll say six, nine, six. 
that that much below? I don't know, dude. This is where I'd get in trouble in school. All right. Well, Marwin Gonzalez OPS in games where he gets three at bats, right? Minimum is six eighty eight. Which is higher than Kiner's. <laughs> How about that? I'm not saying Marwin should start over Kiner, but I'm saying he should defensive replace for him in tight spots. Woo! I mean, Woo! that's like that. That's an objective opinion. Like that is at this point. Because I, I pointed it out and it keeps happening. Once a series, just an easy one. Watch. I mean, I, I definitely, I'd, I'd have to look into some of the range stuff around Marwin and and IKF more. I doubt you know there's actual enough data for Marwin on that because he he really hasn't played a lot of short stuff. You're uh, where you're talking objective opinion on routine stuff. There's, there's definitely no conversation. I, I would have to look more into uh, other measures or highlights or whatever, because I, I don't think, you know, Kiner, I believe this series or last series, it was the fastest he's ever run to first base. And his speed stuff this year has been pretty good, uh, probably better than expected. Um, and Marwin's, you know, he's. 33 or whatever. So I, I don't know. I, I would have to dig further into that, but the routine stuff. Yeah. I mean, Marwin's it's kind of what makes Marwin special. He's so good at routine baseball plays. Are the Yankees paying Odor this year? Fangraphs has him on the books. I don't think so. Can't be right. Well, no, Texas is paying all of that. Wait, why is this on? Yo, baseball contracts are nuts. Yeah. Like Trevino and Cortez are making seven hundred grand each, and Kiner's making five million dollars. Do you know I feel why? Like I... Arbitration. Uh, well, not to send you fully into the deep end, but I think like winning the Gold Glove helps. <laughs> yeah, no stuff like that does help in arbitration because yeah. it's all arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I recall some something in Odor, in Odor's salary. I know last year they couldn't cut him or else they would retroactively owe him the money. So something with the DFAing him, it could they could owe him something. No idea. It feels wrong, though. It was the most confusing money situation where it was like, wait, we can't. We don't owe him any money if he finishes the year as a Yankee. Oh, okay. So we're just hostage to that. We were hostages. We were Rugnit Odor's hostages last year. We were. He Stockholmed us a couple of times. Like when Cole pitches to Trevino, it's $36 million a year pitching to 700 grand. Yeah. Different checks. <laughs> Dude, those are different checks. And different paychecks. Uh, Uh, Jay Bird Word says the broadcast team keeps praising IKF's defense, and I love how mad it makes or I love must make me. It does 
Who's calling? I'm getting a FaceTime from Carabas that's never happened. Do I answer? Sure. Jared, uh, we're live recording Talking Yanks. What's up, dude? Uh, we're live recording the podcast. Call Section 10 anymore. And what's what's going hey, on Jimmy. on that podcast? Hello, hello. Um, so we were looking at some numbers. And, Wait, let me uh, let me let me take out my let me take out my headphones quick. Can you hear him? Okay, yeah. I can hear him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm not connected to my phone. I'm that stupid. All right, keep You're going. Uh, so we're looking at some numbers here. Uh, since May 7th, Nick Pavetta has the fourth best ERA in baseball. And we were looking at who had a better ERA than him over that span. And we couldn't figure out, is it Sandy Alcantara or mm. Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara? Third, third. Nailed Jimmy's the going third. three. Jimmy's Third. going three. So, I would pick. I would pick all three. You want to say Alcantara? Oh, but like, do we know? Does anyone know for sure? Jimmy. So Jimmy's got the way he's figured it out, and he dove into this like Jimmy style. Uh, okay. That the end when you're saying Tara should be like Tada, like you're a magician finishing a joke, but with an R. So like Alcantara. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but Jimmy's excited. Roll it a little. Don't get sexy with it. Sandy. Like those last two syllables should be like kind of kissing. My only my only plus to that would be sexier. But yes. Okay. I'll I'll come. How you I'll 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 try and get it down, but we can't figure it out. How are you? uh, How are you feeling about your Red Sox? Oh, we we that was going to be the next uh, segment. We were going to mention how, uh, let's see, since uh, May 10th, which is when Alex Cora shaved his beard, uh, the Red Sox are 26 and 12, which is the second best record in Major League Baseball over that span. That's a 38 game sample. That's pretty Who has good. the best record. It's pretty good. Second best record in baseball. Who has the best? Oh, Jim, I just. I wait for it. Wait for it. All right, Jim, I should have you now. Who has the best? <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. That's a weird site. That's a weird website. Yeah, it's, That's uh, a weird website. It's, uh, yeah, it, it, like when you want to like search like the Red Sox, it's like, all right, the Red Sox are second. And then it shows everyone who comes after them. It shows all the teams that they're better than. That's a weird. Oh, that ringing noise isn't the froyo I ordered again after they canceled the first time. So we'll just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys, you got, are you guys streaming right now? Yeah. Yeah. Sandy is Alcantara. Oh, you're live. You're on the Al- internet. Okay. Alcantara. Oh hell yeah! Is this the first time that we've ever done a cross promo? No, I I think I went on your show at the uh, winter, meet- winter meetings when uh, the Yankees signed Cole. Yeah, that, what a terrible contract that was. That's statistically a, the worst pitcher in your rotation, correct? He's yes. a co- yeah. he's a coach. He's also the coach, though. Ad- coach. Admitted by the coach. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, pitching yeah, coach the, said the that. Pitching coach said that. <laughs> got it. Got it. So, um, all right. Well, we we should really uh, we should do something together officially sometime. 
Yeah, we uh, we're uh coming we'll up to you Fenway up after this. Yeah, we're we uh we have some plans to come up to Fenway. So we uh I think you you hang out there sometimes, so that might be the easiest. I've been there, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna wrap up because I got I'm gonna try and order Froyo too. We're, we're, dude, I'll uh I'll hit you up after this. We're uh we just played hockey all weekend and we're literally zombies. So I'll uh I'll hit you up after this. Alcantara. 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 Uh, Nick Pavetta has a better ERA than Garrett Cole. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, we'll talk to you later. Probably better dick too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you went better. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do think so. So what else do we got? And I don't have Froyo here. <laughs> is not sitting outside the door melting. Oh, did Just Noodle go it. get it for you? Just got it, but Noodle inquired, but yeah, there's not Froyo close to yeah, me. I should right eat now. it. Don't do that. Man, that's all I got. Judge didn't have a great series, I don't think. Um, maybe they did everything they could to get Judge out, and that, that messed him up. Uh, Judge knew the Yankees didn't need him this series. Yeah. And then I, I guess the only other the Rumors only other clo- the only other closing thing would be uh it's I said Rizzo deserves uh his own segment his numbers end up being just silly this series and we we didn't talk huh. about him too much pinch hit homer not bad the uh, okay and now Noodles not having the froyo um Rizzo yeah four for seven five RBI two homers uh. Three walks too. So the seven twenty seven OBP, not talked about a lot. No. No, the Froyo's not here. The Froyo's <laughs> not here. So. Oh, you get to you get to put the toppings in yourself. Oh yeah. What's your strategy there? Class, class, class. Um, I normally do a half and then a half, and I yeah. do a halftime refill. Smart. That's You're smart. smart. You're a smart guy. I'm a smart guy, dude. When I go to the Froyo place. Jess you know is taking credit for that. <laughs> she taught you that. She taught you that. I have no idea. <laughs> wow. You know what? She did teach you that. You didn't know how to well, do that. That's her signature. You were going all toppings, and then you were eating only toppings yeah. and only froyo. I had a problem where I wasn't eating the froyo, and I was just <laughs> toppings, and now. Now I've got the whole halftime game plan. This is a spoonful just full of toppings. <laughs> <laughs> and just said, well, what you should do, Jake. Yeah. That's great. You know what I do when I go to Froyo places? What's that? I, I put it into the bowl and then I grab one of each cool, like one gummy bear, one Reese's cup, one Oreo nugget, oh. one Butterfinger nugget, one these. And then each spoonful is like what I get. You're like a sampler. Like, yeah, it's like a sampler. Like, there's enough toppings in there for it to be full of toppings, but they're all different. One piece of cookie dough, one marshmallow. The you people think- in line behind me hate it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, they do, man. I I was going to say, I think people know that I eat some of the Froyo candy in line uh, before I get to the checkout. <laughs> you should. You should if you ever do what I just said, know that I taught you that. Yeah. You've never you've never had your own dessert strategy. I'm not gonna start eating the fro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. We gotta end this show. <laughs>
<laughs> that that's the episode we appreciate you um be back in the office for the midweek episode and Can i tell you something what dude cole mcclanahan and then we'll have the tuesday episode so we'll basically get to unravel that whole game and should be a good one that's tomorrow's game yeah that should be a good game yeah hell yeah hell go yeah. yanks tell them grams go yankees